In this episode of the Boost Health Podcast, you will hear... You want a place just to have cycling. So I thought that we may see a movement towards if we can create a, a boutique platform that people that love cycling, that, that want to find out about cycling news, that love travel and love that community bit. Or you can, you know, rent a bike. And, and that's another great thing about Unfound You. Okay, I'm not going to bring a bike. It's kind of a pain um, for the whole family. So, but where can I go rent a bike and where exactly. can I go ride? And not only are you going to get information about that, but you might even find a group to ride with. That is the goal here at Boost Health. Welcome to episode number 24 of the show. I'm Paul Sandberg, the founder of Boost Health, and I'm your host. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist with the NSCA. I have a bachelor's degree in human biology and a master's degree in business administration. I've been working in the wellness and fitness industry for over 19 years. In each episode, of the Boost Health podcast, we discuss a new topic and cover the entire spectrum of wellness concepts, including fitness training, inspiration, nutrition, biohacks, and wellness products. And we give you some actionable tips that you can implement in your personal health strategy. Each show is only about 20 minutes long, so you can get caught up on past episodes easily if you're a new listener. Now, my philosophy with this podcast and with Boost Health in general, is to be open-minded and try new things. Preconceived notions shouldn't get in the way of wellness strategies that could be a real difference maker for us. Have you ever tried a new wellness tactic and it surprised you in how well it worked? I'm sure you probably have. Those are what we are trying to uncover here. New wellness tactics that you haven't tried before that you can implement into your own personal health strategy. Thank you so much to everyone who's been telling a friend, family member, or a colleague about the show that you think might enjoy it. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review the show in your podcast app if you haven't already done so. That's much appreciated. Announcements. The Boost Health Performance Apparel Shop closed a couple weeks ago for the next round of orders. But don't worry if you didn't get your order in this time because we're going to open the store again in the fall and we're going to have some new winter pieces that are really, really cool. I'm excited to share them with you all. If you haven't seen any of the gear yet, you can see some of it in action on the My Boost Health Instagram, Facebook, and Strava feeds. And you'll see strength gear, cycling gear, multi-sport gear, and casual wear. So check it out and stay tuned for discounts during the next ordering period here on the podcast and in the newsletter. And speaking of the newsletter, if you haven't signed up already for the weekly Boost newsletter, you can do so by entering your name and email into the form on the homepage of myboosthealth.com. 
Don't miss any Boost Health news. All right, now on with the program. Episode 24 of the Boost Health podcast is titled Unfound, a cycling social media platform. Connect, learn, and have fun. Part one. Well, today I am joined on the show by my friend and fellow Hong Konger, Jules Doyle. He is the brainchild behind an exciting new cycling social media platform called Unfound. What the heck does Unfound mean? Well, we'll find out about that. I, I'm excited to learn what that means. But what it is in general is that it's a global cycling community that is really taking off as a favorite destination to discuss and share on all things cycling. Now, before we dive into discussing Unfound, I want to let you know a little bit more about Jules. He's a British expat who moved to Hong Kong for two years, but he's been here almost eight. Now, that happens to a lot of expats to Hong Kong. They, they love the area and uh, just end up staying. And Jules is a husband to Jen and father of two daughters, Elsie and Tilly. And he runs the Asia region for London headquartered financial services executive search firm Taybridge Associates. Now, essentially, they do senior searches across corporate functions. Now, his passion project, as you probably guessed, is unfound. And he loves to cycle, as I mentioned. He says he gets a lot out of the sport, but he's pretty average at it. Well, I disagree with that. I actually think he's an outstanding cyclist. He sure as heck is a lot better than me. So, Jules, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me. I think everybody knows that's been listening to the show for a while. I'm a big, big believer in wellness and fitness community. I think it's so important. It was an absolute game changer for me. I've discussed several times on the show how a couple of the local clubs here in Hong Kong, the Surs and the Dragons, they've been instrumental to me in finding my own wellness balance. I've also mentioned how important social media has been in helping me stay connected with my training buddies back in the U.S., and in past episodes, we shared how fitness communities can help provide motivation, mentorship, accountability, friendship, and even performance gains. And one of my favorite things I've noticed on Unfound, on, on Jules' platform, is how cyclists connect on the platform to finding riding routes and buddies when they travel. It's really, really cool how people connect. And those of you who've gone out on a bike ride for a few hours with a new group of people know you can really quickly become good friends with these folks and maybe even have new buddies for life. In fact, as I think about it, I've met many of my good friends here in Hong Kong through cycling or triathlon. So Jules, I'm really curious about this. What is the story behind Unfound? And what did you envision for the platform as it grows? And, and what the heck does Unfound mean? <laughs> Hi, Paul. Thanks very much for having me. Um, I'll start with what Unfound means. Um, essentially, you've hit the nail on the head around the, the platform as a whole. But uh, I love cycling for, for a number of different reasons and uh, felt that Unfound sort of epitomizes a lot of those reasons. I think it's Unfound friendships, which you touched upon, Unfound places, Unfound roads, Unfound levels of performance and un Unfound experiences. And, and I think the list goes on and on. Um, so I think that kind of pulled it all, all into pieces, uh, all in together even. For me, in terms of why, why do it, I think it, it was driven out of a frustration around some existing platforms which you can come on to um, and also wanting to, to, to pull some other things together as well. 
Um, on a personal level, I think as we get a bit older, I think our focus and priorities in life change. And a few years back, I was kind of in a situation where for the first time I really thought about, okay, if you're in a situation where this is it, last day on earth, um, it's a bit morbid, I know, <laughs> you know, what, what are the things you're going to be thinking about? And, and for me, really two things really stood out and that was my friends and family. Um, and the second thing was, was the experiences you've had in life. And, um, I think for me, sport and travel, um, and those experiences that I've shared with friends and family could have all, all tie into that. So that was kind of, that's where it sort of, the seed sort of started. Um, and, uh, and for me, I, I see it more of as a lifestyle brand, really. So I think people look at it as a, as a sport specific thing and it, and it is, but I see it more like a, like a monocle. I don't know if you know the brand monocle, mm-hmm. whereas, whereas more of a, a lifestyle brand. It's never going to be for all cyclists. Um, you know, it, it's not, you know, we haven't got the budget like an Instagram or a Facebook, so it's not going to hit, give you that sort of instant hit euphoric high of, of information. It's more about a place where you can find information about cycling. You can meet people. You can find inf- information about where travel. Uh, so it's, so the content is, is a little bit, I suppose, more depth to it. It's not that sort of instant hit of information. So that's what we're trying to build. We're still very much in, in our infancy, I think. But, it, but it's cool. It's cool to meet like-minded people. You know, there, there are people equally as crazily enthusiastic about cycling and met amazing people in Norway and Brazil and Austria and all around the world. We've had some people from 92 countries on uh, so far. So that's 92. 92, Whoa. which is pretty cool. And, and um, so that, that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of it, really. I think on the social media bit as well, there's a lot of negativity around social media. But as you've touched on on some of your previous blogs with Rochelle and Bo, I think community is a massive part of sport and, and wellness and, and lifestyle. And um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of unfound in a nutshell what we're trying to create, really. A place to share all that. It's so cool. You know, it's neat too, Jules. I remember you and I were we were at the Sirs and Dragons party in December. Yeah. And we were talking about, I mean, I know you had unfound sort of building up and getting ready to launch January and I was just getting my paperwork going yeah. um, for, for boost. So, but we both sort of kicked off in January of, of 18, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a couple of Hong Kong entrepreneurs here uh, <laughs> having a chat. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. And some might wonder, you know, you, you're talking about a place for cyclists to meet and chat. And, and I know, I know it's different than Strava. Yeah. Um, but some people might wonder, well, if I go to Strava, I can have a little bit of a sense of community and I can see my friends workouts, but it's different. And I don't want you to explain it cause you'll do it better than me, but let me, let me just sort of say what, what I get out of both. Cause yeah, I like to, I like to have both. My personal preference is to use Strava sort of for my workout feed to see my friends and to share my own workouts. And you know, might annoy some of my endurance buddies a little bit, but I put everything there. So if I go do a, you know, full body strength workout, it's going to be there, you know, typically with my shirt off and the whole thing, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of my thing, but I just like to see everybody's workouts. I think it's a really cool place to to share that. But unfound is, is my source for everything cycling. You know, if I want cycling news, if I want to, you know, find out about a place where I'd like to potentially go cycle, um, or just have some fun. Honestly, it's just a fun place to go. Yeah. And you can't necessarily say that ab- about Strava. Um, you also get to experience other cyclist adventures and like the stories behind them. And, you know, 
you have the capability to, to load in pictures and you can even upload videos. Um, and the groups feature is really nice where you can plug into particular focuses of cycling. So I've seen there's all kinds of different stuff and I know it's always growing, but I've seen like photography and local clubs in your area, um, nutrition, anything. I even started a, a boost health group. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I just think it's so neat how, you know, people are going on a trip and, you know, if you're like a, a kind of into cycling, you know, if you've got two kids already, then, you know, the bike coming along in the case is kind of the third yeah, <laughs> kid exactly. coming much to perhaps the spouse's chagrin, or you can, you know, rent a bike. And, and that's another great thing about Unfound You. Okay. I'm not going to bring a bike. It's kind of a pain, um, for the whole family. So, but where can I go rent a bike and where exactly. can I go ride? And not only are you going to get information about that, but you might even find a group to ride with. So, yeah. But what's your take, Jules? Clearly, you saw a need for something different. Like you yep. wanted something different for cycling and for social media. So, so let's hear your take. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm actually a huge fan of Strava, and, and I do use it. And there's a lot of things I like about it. And um, but part of what we've tried to do with Unfound was born out of frustrations that I had with it. I mean, I personally feel it kind of got lost a little bit along the way. It started trying to want to compete with training peaks and be more technical. Then it tried to be more more social. And, and, and because of that, I wanted to try and do something a little bit a little bit different that, that brings in more media, um, but also takes the good bits out of Strava. And that, that's the greatest thing. What, one of the greatest things we've done with Unfound is that we've Strava runs a, an open API platform. So we've been able to pull out some of the data from mm-hmm. Strava. So if you if you log on to Unfound, you can connect with Strava. And, and for me, I know you like to post all your stuff on there, but I, I like to see epic rides or races or stuff like that. So right. what I wanted to do is create a, a feed whereby people can pick and choose a ride to post rather than every ride automatically going on there. Right. Um, and I also wanted to place, you know, that I've, I've met some great people as we do through cycling um, at races and or, or abroad. And I wanted to contact those people and, and not being able to message them privately having to post on a ride what mm-hmm. was frustrating i wanted to find a place where i could say right drop them a message really cool to me hear my details let's catch up next time or something like that so th- th- these are th- and th- there are many other reasons as well so i felt that if i could create a one place that was just purely cycling and and that also go that's also true of facebook and, and instagram as well i think what like we've seen just in the in the broader commercial world i think we've seen a, a slight move away from mass brands to sort of boutique brands and i think that may well happen well i hope that may well happen on the internet or or, or with with apps as well and people moving away from facebook where there's just so much noise mm. um and you probably you know i always said that you don't want to you you know people don't want to see your cycling stuff necessarily as my wife points out you know no, you want a place just to have cycling so i thought that we may see a movement towards if we can create a, a boutique platform that people that love cycling, that, that want to find out about cycling news, that love travel and love that community bit. And they can have it there away from Facebook. If they want to be on Facebook, that's fine. And they can just use it for other reasons. And that's that was kind of that part. I thought that, that if you can create a, a cool brand and a cool vibe where you can chat everything cycling, then then there may be a market for that. And that was kind of the, the thought behind it. And it's, it is super cool. And the messaging piece of it is is excellent actually you know jules i didn't have your number even though we've been out on a few rides together we just had an exchange number it just sounds like uh, i can like dig through you know probably the sirs list i could have found you in there or um you know hollered at a couple of our you know mutual friends and gotten your number and i was like no wait 
there's messaging. Yeah, there's go. messaging on Unfound. And we set up our entire meeting today on Unfound. And, yeah. you know, I'm get, jumping in the taxi now. You told me on Unfound. And so uh, it, it works like a treat. It works great. It's getting there. I mean, I think some of our, our most loyal users um, have, have been through a bit of a roller coaster because it's, it's a process of evolution. Um, mm-hmm. And we're trying to make improvements every day. And, and we've got, I've got some brilliant people working on the app very hard. And uh, so, so we're getting there bit by bit. And there's still a lot more that we want to do. Um, and we want to we want to get better for, for businesses. You say you set up a, a group page. I think that works great to a point. But hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be launching pages. So you can actually run um, a page for your business and, and communicate more directly and, and that sends push notifications out to people's phones. So hopefully it will become more user-friendly. Oh, that sounds cool. As we continue to evolve it, yeah. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I like it. This is kind of funny. I, I've heard this a little bit lately. Um, since we're talking cycling, I wanted to bring this up with you <laughs> just to get your take. The, the word on the street is that uh, cycling is the new golf, um, <laughs> sort of like with business executives, I guess, if you will. So first I'll just, you know, ask, have you heard this? And, and I'll sort of tell you what, what, what I've heard. Um, heard it from a few of our riding buddies that, that you're, you're friends with too. Um, and so there's actually a pretty good article, um, by Steve Blakeman on, on digital market Asia. Um, and we'll link to all, all the research and, and articles as always in the show notes and blog, <clears throat> but he actually discusses reasons that he thinks cycling is overtaking golf as sort of the pre- preferred sport of business business executives. And among his points, he noted that golf memberships are declining while bike sales and cycling racing licenses are on the rise. I thought that was pretty interesting. He also mentions that cycling communities can be more supportive as it's less about, you know, sort of who wins the round and more really about camaraderie. He also notes that cycling can be easier to sort of fit into a busy schedule. It takes less time overall theoretically if unless you're going out for five or six yeah. hour rides you know then uh, then it'll be less time and you don't really need to book it like you don't oh we've got a seven o'clock tea time you, you know you can work it in or even commute to and from work it's just a little bit easier to, to work in and, and out on the road you know a bike can be a good place to to talk about business if you want to if you're with somebody that wants to um, and, I, and I've been able to just through some of our cycling buddies, been able to do some corporate wellness gigs here in Hong Kong, which has been really great for me and for Boost Health. Um, and as far as comparing golf to cycling, you know, I, I like golf a lot, actually. I, I golfed quite a bit before I moved here, before you had to be kind of a millionaire to play, yeah. at least on <laughs> yeah, Hong Kong exactly. Island. I know in new territories you can play for, for quite a bit uh, cheaper. But, but and, you know, just comparing them directly, I think getting through sort of tough challenging events together sort of helps create this community and this bond yeah very quickly like yeah. if you go out on a i've never met you before let's say jules and we go out on a big bike ride together yeah. and we sort of suffer through the hong kong heat or the hills or both um you know you get a bond pretty quick you just sort of sh- shared something together that was that was tough and you maybe even helped each other through it so i think being in lycra helps with that <laughs> yes yes oh but wow wow he looked good in that lycra so a long day in the saddle with some buddies can create lasting friendships. So I, I, you know, I think it's sort of a combination of different things, but I, I want your take on that Jules. And I also, I like your authenticity. Like you, you love cycling. You, you seem to have this love for it. So what is it about cycling that appeals to you? And, and have you always been interested in cycling? That's a, that's a lot to throw at you, but 
That is, yeah. I actually love golf as well. I, th- I think the ultimate would be to, to cycle in the morning and then go play golf. Oh, yeah, morning. I like that's, that. That's, that's, that's it. nice. That's the ultimate. Um, yeah, I, I, the cycling is a new golf. I think golf is trying to make a comeback, isn't it? Trying to reinvent itself. But I, I think the flexibility is is key. And I, and I think the camaraderie is, is special as well, the, the joint suffering. But, I mean, I, I, I you're right. I am very passionate about cycling. And I, and I love both the power numbers data coaching side of it which i'm found not for necessarily mm-hmm. and, and and i then i love the sort of exploration and and social side of it as well i mean i think I, I think there's no better way to see the world than on a bike you know you oh, use yeah. you use all your senses um you can cover great distances it's a great way to see a city it, it kind of taps into your childish desires to explore and get lost and see new places and it's a sense of independence as well you can go wherever you want one day so I, th- I think I think that gives people a lot of fulfillment in a day you know in, in, a, in a week in week out where people are stressed and they're busy and we have phones now with emails the whole time and calls around the world and it's pretty hectic that es- it's that escapism isn't it mm-hmm. so I think not only does cycling give you the physical challenge of trying to improve yourself keep in shape um eat well but it's also that mental balance as well of of meeting people you can cycle on your own it's that solitude piece or it's cycling with friends as you said the friends you meet on the bike become like family don't they, they so, do yeah um so i think it's it's a perfect storm of, of physical and mental well-being would be why i love cycling and, and getting out and seeing the world and exploring and that ticks a lot, a lot of boxes for me. Um, helps me keep sane anyway in this crazy city. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I know, Jules, you you told me earlier that you had, you know, participated in, in other sports besides cycling. You know, me not knowing you super well, yeah. you know, until we're getting to know each other better today. I just see you as you you are you're too modest you're a very very good cyclist and so you know you're from the uk and i'm from america and so i don't know what the differences are necessarily growing up but you know i just sort of envisioned you getting dropped down on a bike and doing bike races all growing up but it sounds like you did a lot of other sports yeah absolutely i mean i was was very lucky i I had opportunities to do a lot of sports and um had a lot of phases and 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 uh (laughs) i played most things you know golf football rugby tennis cricket and everything in between and I loved them and and the irony being is that the rugby ended up being the one that I took most seriously and I spent my whole life trying to put on as much weight as possible <laughs> then I had a, an injury in my what did you get up to what was your what was your what was your heaviest my heaviest while fit or my heaviest once I let myself go post rugby and that's two no, very different things. what did you get up to fit <laughs> rugby uh, fit I was about 88 kilograms. Yeah, yeah yeah solid yeah and then um and then I got injured and then I kind of carried on living that rugby lifestyle without any exercise. Mm. Got up to, to over 100, which is not so great. And then uh, played a bit of hockey and then started doing some triathlons and then... See, I never did, did triathlon. That's I so did, cool. Yeah, I did. did a few triathlons in London and then moved to Hong Kong and just took the cy- carried on with the cycling bit. And um, There's something about cycling here, isn't there? I like it. I know when I first got here, I told you earlier, I had not gone on a look with my wife. I just trusted her. She's just fantastic. She knows sort of what our family needs, yeah. um, as most wives and mothers do. And so she just fi- picked a fabulous place for us to live. And but we're driving here for the first time on these roads with no shoulders on this <laughs> skinny little island roads that weave and curl around and you got buses going. 
And she's like, there's no way you're going to cycle here. And I had packaged up my, my two bikes to come here. I had a TT bike and a mountain bike. And so they were coming. I was going to give this a go, but I was nervous too. But you get out here, we go early, you know, we go at five 15 in the morning, at least here from the South side, we leave that early. And so, you know, to your point about like seeing a place in a different way from a, from a bike is just, it's amazing. It's like the sun's coming up over the ocean. You're climbing a mountain and looking at the sunrise and descending down and, it's amazing. Uh, it's, it's amazing. It's you've, like you've a totally seen, different place, right? Yeah, it is, right? And you've seen more of Hong Kong than 99% of the people that live there, which, Absolutely. Is, which is crazy. And for me, it was, it was a, a process of evolution, even in Hong Kong. I was terrified to cycle on the island at first. I used to go over to Lantau all the t- all time. Mm, you know, I was like yeah. completely intimidated by the surfs because they were, they were so fast and strong. And I remember meeting uh, Shield doing The Beast once. And, and I was kind of... So I, I, I tiptoed into it. It was bit by bit. And it was only really when kids came along that I thought, right, I need to I need something else to help me balance things that I started taking it more, more seriously and doing more training and stuff. Okay, we will stop part one there with a cliffhanger for part two. Be sure to listen in for part two as Jules and I discuss our love of cycling and our reasons for riding. Also research on health benefits of cycling, bike commuting, dealing with anxiety, mindfulness, and the photo of the week contest on Unfound. Well, I've kept you here for a really long time, Jules. Thank you so much for for your time. Before we go, I want to make sure, because we've talked so much about Unfound, how do we get there? I'm sure people could Google it and figure it out, but what's the best way to get on Unfound and and get part of the program? Uh, It's really simple. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and search Unfound, and you'll see it there, and just download it. It's free to download. Register, and then uh, join us on the Hub. It's all, it's a nice app too. Like you, you get notification if somebody sent you a message like me and Jules were doing back yeah. and forth and, or if somebody likes your photo, it's yeah. really, it's really fun. Thank you. So thank you all so much for listening. Also, thank you very much to my friend Jules Doyle for joining the show today. It was really fun. Please subscribe, rate and review the show and whatever your favorite podcast app is. You can follow my workouts and boost health updates on Strava, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for My Boost Health. You can also visit the Boost Health website at myboosthealth.com for links to everything, along with more motivation and information. And until next time, this is Paul Sandberg for Jules Doyle saying goodbye and find find your your balance. balance.